Hi guys, welcome to the World of Podcast. Hope you've been blessed by the previous episodes. I'm excited that you've joined in today. Let's get right into it. Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 12, the NLT. For the word of God is alive and powerful. It is sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword, cutting between soul and spirit between joint and marrow. It exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. I'll read the Passion Translation as well. Very exciting. For we have the living word of God, which is full of energy, like a two-mouthed sword. It will even penetrate to the very core of our being, where soul and spirit, bone and marrow meet. It interprets and reveals the true thoughts and secret motives of our hearts. The Word of God is alive. Hmm, what a description to give to the Word. That could only be ascribed to God. The Word of God has a carrying capacity and is full of life. And because the Word of God carries life... It translates that life to any and everyone. The life-giving power of God was displayed at creation when the earth was without form and void and darkness was in the surface of the deep. The earth seemed like a hopeless situation, but the word was sent forth and brought life into this earth. It was the life-giving power in the Word that brought about the creation of the beautiful place we now dwell. If you read Genesis, you would recurrently see the phrase, And God said, And God said. This was the Almighty using the life-giving Word to create into existence what never existed. To show us that it didn't end with God, we also saw in the Old Testament how Anointed prophets made declarations by the word of God as they were instructed and had the dead raised to life and hopeless situations restored. The efficacy of the word of God didn't end there as we also see huge manifestation of the life-giving power in the word of God in the New Testament, not only with Jesus but also his disciples. The life-giving power of the world didn't end with the disciples too, as we've seen several people in our day who have walked in the fullness of this anointing. I like the fact that the Passion Translation says we have the living word of God. We have it. Glory to God. It is with us today and still alive as ever, full of unimaginable power. The Word of God is alive and powerful. It is so powerful that it overflows with it. The power to create something out of nothing, the power to save, heal, and transform the lives of sinners to children of God. Even if you don't believe any other, the fact that the Word of God can change someone in a phenomenal way is mind-blowing. I heard a story about a song we sang in church on Sunday. It was said that whenever that song was sung in the hospital where the sick child was, he was noticed to get better each time. 
as they continued to sing the word of God over him, the power of God filled the room and brought him healing. That's why I just love spirit-filled songs which convey message of the word of God. That power is still available today and you can engage with the power in the word of God through various means by directly engaging with the word, reading, studying, and meditating or by listening to spirit-inspired word-based songs. Please note that Christian songs cannot replace your Bible study time. I'll say it again, listening to gospel songs is no substitute to reading and studying the Bible. For we have the living word of God, which is full of energy, like a two-mouthed sword. Here we find a comparison made between the living word and a two-mouthed sword. NLT says, it is sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword. What do you need swords for? At the time when the Bible was written, swords were a major part of the armory for battle. So we see that the word of God is not only able to walk inside of you through its life-giving power, it can also work for you by fighting your battles. It was clearly listed in Ephesians 6.17, Put on salvation as your helmet and take the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. The sword of the Spirit is the Word of God. Someone is probably asking, why do we need a sword? Who are we fighting? The answer was clearly captured in 1 Peter chapter 5 and verse 8. It says, be well balanced and always alert because your enemy, the devil, roams around incessantly like a roaring lion looking for its prey to devour. Your enemy, the devil. If we recall the temptation of Jesus, the enemy kept coming with different tactics, but Jesus was consistent in his response with the word of God. What does that tell us? No matter how far the enemy goes, the word is enough to defeat him. So if the word is our weapon, it will be unwise to go to battle with a weapon you're unfamiliar with. Are you familiar with the word of God? Practice, they say, make mastery. Do you engage with the word daily or just when you feel like? The word is a battle axe, so we ought to be good students and masters of it. When David was about to face Goliath, King Saul clothed him with his fighting armory. But David said to him, I can't fight with these because I've not proven them. I'm not used to them, he said. What I'm familiar with is the sling, stone, and the name of Jesus. Friend, may I tell you that the winning point was Jesus in that equation. Goliath was a giant, I mean a massive giant, whom a mere stone and sling can in no wise bring down. But David changed the equation. He took himself out and put Jesus in there. And his response to Goliath was the word of God. That was what sealed the victory for David. It was then a battle between Goliath and Jesus, not David. Have you been fighting your battles endlessly? Why not bring Jesus into the equation and step aside and see him do the work? I know there's so much motivation about believing in yourself and so on and so forth. That's okay. 
so far as we recognize that without the help of Christ through his word, we can do nothing. Involving Jesus is involving his word because Jesus is the word of God. For the word of God is alive and powerful. It is sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword cutting between soul and spirit, between joint and marrow. It exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. It is sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword and effective in any direction, left, right, front and back. Its cutting precision is very accurate. No human being can see the divide between the spirit and the soul, but the word of God can. The advancement of technology has not gotten there yet. The spirit and soul of humans are the very core of our being, and the word of God reaches our deepest parts, including the joints and marrow. It also judges our thoughts, heeding from everyone else, and our unspoken intentions. Sometimes we can say one thing and mean another, but the word of God has the ability to help us realize who we really are and point us to grace to help us become who God wants us to be. There's so much to say about the word of God, but as we bring this episode to a wrap, what are some life lessons we can learn from this verse? Number one, there is life-giving power in the word of God, and that's still the case today. There is life-giving power in the Word of God. Number two, there's no limit to what the Word can do, none whatsoever. Number three, in order to win with the Word, we have to master the Word, for the Word is our weapon of war. Number four, life is a war and we don't get notification before the enemy strikes, so be ready always. Shall we pray? Dear Father, we thank you for your word which has come forth, which we have been told tonight is sharper than any two-edged sword. It is alive and powerful. Help us to grow and develop love for your word. Help us to embrace the truth that your word brings. Help us, O God, to create time for your word in this busy world that we're in. Help us to embrace the life-giving power in your word and let that life transform us and make us into who you want us to be. Help us to be good students and masters of your word and help us to wrought victory even by your word. And as we do so, we return all the glory to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for joining us in the podcast today. We'll see you tomorrow by God's grace. Bye-bye.